What do you want? I came here to warn you. We couldn't keep you hidden forever. They're coming for you, Holiday. Who is coming for me? Your family. My what? My family is back at- Not them. I mean your real family. I don't understand. What real family? What about my parents and Cyrus and Bertie? Holiday? Holiday? That's my brother. Stop the riddles. Tell me what's going on. What's your name? Holiday! They call me... They call me... Six Minutes Rewind. Just a heads up to the listeners. This show is for people who have already listened to all of Six Minutes. There will be spoilers. There are kids in this world who are different. Special. They look like us and they act like us. But they are not us. And one of them is missing. Welcome to Six Minutes Rewind, the show where we re-listen to our favorite show, Six Minutes, go behind the scenes, and give out our six awards with Six Minutes creators, cast members, and even other superfans like you. I'm Jessica Fisher, Gen Z Media Marketing Coordinator and Six Minutes Superfan. Today we are talking about episodes four through six, Six Minutes on a Hoverboard, Six Minutes of the First Day of School, Six Minutes with Jane Doe. With me today are GZM Chief Production Officer, Editor-Composer Chris Terry, Chief Creative Officer, Head Writer David Kreisman, and Six Minutes Superfan Kieran, an 11-year-old from Ontario. Yay. We have our first We have our first official Woo! Six Minutes Superfan on. Hello, Kieran. Hello. Hey, Kieran. <laughs> Amazing. And he's from Canada, which is where I'm from. Just hey. put it out there. Zed, if you're Canadian like me. As I understand it, Kieran, you just turned 11 last Tuesday. Yes, I did. How do you feel? So it's kind of like you feel different. I don't know. Usually it's like I'll, I think I'll, I'll look at myself and like, I'm kind of small. But I don't know if it changes <laughs> your mind or how you think. I just feel taller for some wow. reason. <laughs> that's good. Well, that's awesome. So how did you discover Six Minutes? So I was on Google with my mom and we were looking for a podcast to listen to. And uh, we found a website, and it had all these sort of shows. My mom was saying, oh, look at this podcast. It's called Six Minutes. I was like, okay. Listen to the first episode. I was like, okay, well, let's try the other ones. So I listened to the other ones for a few months. Then I listened to all the ep- episodes for the other ones. So I came back to Six Minutes, and I listened to the whole thing. Oh, that's awesome. Amazing. By other ones, you mean some of our other shows, not Six Minutes. You listened to the first one, then you went and checked out other shows, and then came back and listened to the whole thing. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Who's your favorite character? I have to say I like probably Cyrus the most, because Mm. he, like, he's, like, well, at the early episodes, he's, like, on Holiday's side when they're, like, suspicious of the parents. I think he's just a character who helps develop the storyline. That's cool, especially in the, these episodes, right? He starts out these episodes where she can't trust him either, and then by the time we get to, to episode six, we, he's starting to come around. Yeah. How long did it take you to listen to all 204 episodes, Karen? Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, <laughs> I would say about three months it took me to, but I've listened to the show two times, and I figured... It took me longer to listen to the second time because 
I would, like, re-listen to the episode, although the first time I'd be like, well, I'm three quarters done this episode, I'll just go to the next one. Nice. Very, very cool. Well, you know, I think as our first honorary guest, Kieran, I think what you need to do is I think it would be really appropriate, I think, if you asked Ivan the robot for uh, a little bit of episode recaps for the episodes four, five, and six that we're working on today. And you know now that that's played by Dave with a little <laughs> bit of studio magic. So I think, why don't you say, hey, Ivan, why don't you give us the uh, the rundown on episodes four, five, and six? Go for it. Hey, Ivan, give us the rundown for the past three episodes, please. You got it, Kieran. Episode four, the hoverboard takes Holiday on a wild ride down to the docks where Badger warns her to trust no one. Holiday overhears James and Monica vowing to never let her know the truth. Episode five, on Holiday's first day at school, she meets Brinley with a silent G, who is not a fan. <laughs> Holiday's hoverboard starts acting up in the middle of class. Not good. Episode six, Holiday chases the hoverboard outside, and when she asks it to stop, it does. Weird. Holiday slips away from Cyrus and Birdie to visit the hospital, where she discovers that when she was rescued from the water, Monica admitted her under the name Jane Doe. There's so much mystery in these episodes. Yeah, there is. It's a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot. To, there's a lot to parse. I mean, where, Jess, where do you, where do you want to start? What are you thinking? Um, I guess I, I would love to ask you guys if you have any memories from the creation or the story back in the studio of these three episodes. Well, first of all, this is the beginning of when we brought on a writing team. So oh. the first, the, the pilot episodes were were written before we had a full team. So Tom and uh, Nitty and Marla joined the team at this point because with so many episodes, we needed we needed to have four writers. Um, so I, I can start to hear everybody's influence in these episodes. Geez, what I remember from these, I remember that specifically the speech when I was listening to him. I really, I think it's in episode six, the one where 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 uh, Holiday confronts Cyrus. Oh yeah, I remember. And there's that turn where she first, you know. I remember rehearsing that one a lot, Dave. I remember going through that going through that one a lot. She so says, you want to talk about the truth? Right, I think exactly. That's what she says. Yep. You want to talk about the truth? Let's talk about the truth. And that was like a moment that I remembered specifically uh, working on that quite a bit. Yeah, I'd say that's a big turning point in the show as far as character development and relationships go. Yeah, she really puts Cyrus on the hot seat there. Totally. Kieran, do you have a favorite part of these three episodes? I kind of like the one where she's going into the hospital, like hacking into the hospital computer, because <laughs> I think that really introduces like Holiday. Maybe she's not normal because for the past few episodes, like the hoverboard, bringing her away, you get, you're like, maybe she's not completely normal. And that, getting the password right on the second try? That was a great, great catch. Mm -hmm. Great catch. Yes. I, I, I wrote that down in one of my favorite Easter eggs of these three episodes. I Me actually too. didn't notice yeah. that the first time I listened. This time, like the this last week when I listened, I was like, oh my gosh, she got the password right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun that all this is a, is a surprise to even her. You know, the fact that she first she asks the hoverboard to stop and it just does. It, it, it listens mm -hmm. to her seemingly. And, uh, and then that she gets the combination. She's able to kind of explain it away. But these are all little clues to her that she's maybe not normal. So Jess, where do you want to start? Let's start with best line. I actually gave a lot of options for this one because I have a lot of favorites for this category. My first favorite best line is either happy first birthday or they're all lying to you because Badger's delivery is so incredible. Happy first birthday, holiday. Ugh, love. And the, and the fact that the way he says holiday is like, it's your name, but is it? It feels like he's maybe giving her a clue there too. 
It almost sounds a little taunting. Yeah. I think my favorite line has to be this one. I, first of all, I have to say, it was really fun re-listening to the entrance of Brinley, like the first time we hear her, and knowing <laughs> knowing what a great character arc she has. I mean, she's just so fantastic and, uh, and, and just such a fun character and brought so much funny to the show and also beautiful seriousness at the same time too it was really it's really great and i think my my favorite line has got to be this one hi silas happy first day it's cyrus right (laughs) (laughs) i would like to say since this is brinley's introduction um i think that argument can be made that brinley is right about everything that's true she senses from this very moment she's coming over uh, yeah, she's got a little bit of an attitude, but she has questions, and they are hiding stuff from her. She knows it. And everything that happens in the classroom, she knows She knows something is going on. They're hiding it from her. And, uh, you know, she's trying to get to the bottom of it. And, you know, then she later loses her spot in the, on the, in the band. So yeah. I'm here to say that Brinley maybe is not a villain. Maybe Brinley is the hero of the story. You're right, you're right. And you know what? Here it is. This is, this is the first time we hear Brinley in the entire uh, show. Curious, well... Sure, but... Hi there. Brinley, hi. Hi, Silas. Happy first day. It's Cyrus. Right. So I'm writing a story on all the new kids for the online newspaper. Who's your friend? This is my sister, Holiday. Your sister? Hi, Holiday. I'm Brinley. The G is silent. How come I've never seen you before? (laughs) The G is silent. Love it. The G is silent. A lot of people ask where the name Brinley came from. And Tom Cassiello and I had had a long conversation about what she should be named and what could be a very annoying name to have to, to have to, to have to say and spell the fact that she has to spell it each time. So that's, that's where it came from. No offense to anyone who's actually named Brinley. No, and there. you know, and the other thing, interesting thing I noticed there is this is before we got to the music cue that, that signaled Brinley's arrival every single time from here on <laughs> with the, with the little uh, singing note. And it's a little bit more up like right now it's played like a little more for mystery, but we never did that again. Or if we did, it only happened for a little while. Uh, so yeah, it was interesting. It throws me to hear that music underneath Brinley when I'm used to hearing the other, the other stuff. Kieran, where do you, where do you stand on, on Brinley? Well, at the start, I'm like, okay, she's definitely going to mess with Holiday. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know that from the very start, but you kind of warm up to her after you see, like, she helps, she's like, she's an enemy, but she actually helps them out a little bit too. That's right. She's a frenemy. Yes. She's a frenemy. Totally. My other favorite line is the birdie dip it in maple syrup before you go. We're not savages. That one. I think there's a clip of that because that's such a great line. Here, baby bird. James, you're just going to shove a pancake in the girl's hand and send her on her way? Birdie, dip it in maple syrup before you go. We're not savages. I think that's really funny. I like that line a lot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you also like the um, she was floating around line. That one, or the he uh, did he just do a commercial line? A lot of great lines in these yes, three there episodes. Is this one. Why won't you just tell me where this girl has been before today? She was floating around. How's that for an answer? It's a little wink. Yeah, well, <laughs> I would have to say, uh, I mean, Kieran, do we let Kieran pick the, the winning line? Absolutely, we sure. do. Sure. Well, mine is from episode six ah. when her bag is carrying her away. Not, well, they're like, they're asking, why is your, what is your bag? Your bag is pulling you. And Holiday, is it? So weird. <laughs> You're right. I love and <laughs> that really a good one. And really fun, really fun sound design. Is it this one? Of course not. Whoa! Where are you going, Miss Anders? Bathroom! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's another really good one. Bathroom. That was actually, that's another one of my awards, not in the same category, but yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Ah. Love it, I love it, I love it. I'm a little disappointed that the two Canadians did not pick the maple syrup line, I have to say. <laughs> We're so, we've had so much maple syrup, it's not important to us anymore. Yes. Um, well, let's talk about, let's talk. So that's the winning line then. I think, Kieran, you, you picked the winning line. That's, that's the best yeah, one. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's go to best sound design moment. Yes. So I, I have chosen Footsteps on the Pier. Okay. Hello? Cyrus, is that you? Hello? I can see you on the pier. So mysterious. That's <laughs> really fun. Well, Love it. I have ones that are, these are little tiny, they might be good for the Easter egg section, but they're also my favorite sort of sound design stuff. And they're two things. So this is this is what I call in my head whenever we use it called Wahoo, Wahoo William. And this is uh, in every <laughs> single, if you listen to every single one of our uh, shows and we have class, you know, classroom scenes, Kieran, you'll hear this guy and check it out. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> and then you'll always hear the same giggle, too. Here's the giggle. Please tell me we don't have more than one student named Holiday in this class. No, I... It's a good giggle. Wow. So those are just pieces of sound design background that just happen to show up in a lot of our shows because we use the same, you know, a lot of the uh, similar um, sound design stuff for the, for the school sounds and stuff. So you'll always hear Wahoo William and then the giggling girl uh, in vis- various spots. Coming soon to Gen Z Media, Wahoo William and the, and the Giggling Girl. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Our new 20. show. <laughs> I was going to ask how you make the classroom sound so full. It's layered, layered different uh, layers of classrooms uh, laid in behind. So you have people talking at random times. and Yeah, I think that's so cool. Kind of just a trick. Yeah. So what other we have? We have breakfast sounds. This is yours, Breakfast, breakfast sounds. sounds. Here we go. There she is. Morning. Daddy, I don't like this pancake. It looks like a snail. Big day today. Yep. Big day. Where's my backpack? What happened to my backpack? I love the sound design in this scene. Not just the sound effects, but just the kind of chaos, regular family chaos, Mm -hmm. uh, the breakfast scenes. And it's something we go back to a lot in the show. I think we used to talk a lot of, um, you know, never going too long without that moment of the family reconnecting and dealing with whatever the craziness is that's going on in their lives at the same time as dealing with the regular craziness of where's my backpack and what am I going to have for breakfast? Mm-hmm. And the thing that mm-hmm. adds to it that is on a separate track, which I always put in and it's sometimes hard to hear, but if you listen, there's the radio going on in the background. Yes. I was going to see that. Yeah. So that's that, to me, that's like what gives it this, I mean, there's a lot of movement and different things and cereal and footsteps and that kind of general family craziness that can go on in the morning. But like, what also strikes me is just this fact uh, of just the radio playing in the background. There she is. Morning. Daddy, I don't like this pancake. It looks like a snail. Big day today. Yep. Big day. Where's my... It's <laughs> great. And who knows what he's even saying. It's like, yeah, he's East Valley. I think he says something about power. I don't know. He might. He might. It's uh, The trick is to lay it in so you just can't quite hear it. Kieran, do you have a favorite sound design moment? I do. So it's also in episode six. There's a lot going on in that episode. But it's when she's being pulled away by her backpack. And Mr. Stern is saying, where are you going, Holiday? And she says, bathroom. And it's, you can tell it's an echo. Mm-hmm. So she's actually being pulled away instead of just bathroom. 
like you're actually staying still. As you know, you know, we get into the, the show is set up so that you have this sort of quick little teaser in the beginning and then the rest of the episode and then a, and then a final sort of um, cliffhanger. Um, and so Dave will back me up on this, that in these early days, the teaser music we talked about in the last episode, last uh, rewind episode, it was a lot longer back then, and and we we ended up cutting everything quite a bit, and you can hear it going into this first opening how long it is, and I'm gonna I'm gonna play for you right now. You'll hear her do the reverb like you talked, and then you hear how long it actually is. And Dave, it's quite frightening how long it is. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Here, check it out. Of course not. What? Apologies to anyone who binged 20 episodes in a row and had to listen to <laughs> 17 minutes of uh, music. intro music. Yeah, you could really get yourself like a soda, sit down, get comfortable. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, and so that eventually became something very tiny, you know, over the course of, I think even the theme at the end became that long. Yep. <laughs> what were you going to say, Karen? Sorry, headphone users. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That too. Hey, it's Dave. GZM Rewind is brought to you by BarkBox. <laughs> Now, I have two dogs. I've got Texie and Riggins, both rescues from Texas. Oh, Texie and Riggins. And guess what? This week it was Riggins' birthday. And not only was it Riggins' birthday, but his actual biological brother lives across the street at our friend's what? house. Came from the same litter. Holy and so they share a birthday, of course. And so we had a little birthday party every what? year. We, we have the three dogs together. And oh you got to have treats. You got to have toys. So luckily, we have a subscription to BarkBox. Ah. We were able to provide all the dogs with treats and toys. That sounds like the um, perfect party. When you need a lot Jameson. of dog treats and toys for a dog party, what better spot to get them than BarkBox? I mean, yeah, yeah. you have a subscription. Yeah. And Jameson dressed up for the occasion. That's Regan's brother <gasps> across the street. He was wearing a bow tie, which is really cute. Wow. <laughs> They're four years old. They were pandemic puppies. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's amazing. Yeah. So, so if you are having a birthday party for your dog, or you just want to <laughs> treat them or yourself, uh, get a subscription to BarkBox. Right. So go to gzmshows.com slash BarkBox to sign up now. And you also get a free bonus toy in every box. Ooh, so if huge. your dog's brother happens to be in the neighborhood, <laughs> you get a free bonus toy for them. Nice. BarkBox is on a mission to make all dogs happy, and we're on a mission to make great stories that make you happy. So support us by going to gzmshows.com slash BarkBox and getting a subscription today. And now back to the show. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Yeah, so what what did we settle on for sound design? I mean, I, I have to go with Wahoo William. It's a small thing, but I think it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty... <laughs> I'm comfortable with that. I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. If not, it would be breakfast sounds. Um, the next category I had up, well, I wrote the phrase least likable character, but I don't like that. I think the title should be King or Queen of Sass for these three episodes. <laughs> and I originally wrote down The Teacher. Second one was Brinley. But I think I'm going to nominate a little bit later Cyrus. He is also kind of King of Sass when he's looking for his backpack. How do we feel? Yeah, you know, Mr. Strain is another character that we were setting up with who maybe was going to go in a certain direction. We knew we had to set up some suspects in the school for when we got to the flashcard story. 
we didn't really go anywhere with it, but also this idea that you can't trust anybody in the school. Is he working for Whittier Corp? He seems to be, as we hear, maybe doing commercials for them in the middle of class. <laughs> but just setting up for holiday that everybody she meets in this school may be untrustworthy. Yeah, I love yeah. it. And you list Brinley as the least likable, but I, we just talked about how I think, in a way, she's the most likable. Oh, absolutely. I'm saying in this, when you first meet her, right. when she first, first walks up, you know, Holiday is so scared to be, as she thinks, starting school again, but it's really going to school for the first time ever. And she already has this sort of antagonist. Mm-hmm. So... From from Holiday's side of things, I think in the in the first three episodes, she definitely could be a queen of sass, you know? Mm. Yes, absolutely. And you, the way that she calls Holiday homeschool. Yeah, and don't love that. Well, it's kind of funny, Dave. I, I sort of noticed that, like, she starts the tradition – she starts the tradition of calling Holiday nicknames. Yes. And then <laughs> that's picked up by Casey later. Right. She calls Holiday la- Lab Rat, Freak Show. Mm-hmm. Casey's are done with much more love behind them. Brinley's are meant to uh, insult. Right. right. She, and, and here she calls Cyrus Silas. She hasn't, she hasn't uh, landed on Sinus yet. That comes up soon. Oh. Right, right, right. <laughs> Kieran, who's your least likable character in this one? For me, it's probably Mr. Stern because, or Strain, I don't know. I'm sorry. But I think <laughs> it's because he's like, you're ca- he's causing a lot of stress in the episode, which is actually kind of nice to listeners, but it's not nice to Holiday because Wombs, if he looks in the bag, he finds out Holiday has a hoverboard. Wouldn't it be great for the whole class to see, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and shout out to Graham Rowat, who's who plays so many parts and roles in, in our various shows. He's he's Mr. Strain. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Great actor. Yeah. Love his voice. One of the things that I really, that made me angriest at him was when he starts, like, talking about Holiday's name. Like, Holiday has the coolest name ever. And when he starts going off about names, I'm like, who are you? You know, <laughs> right, right. Yes, that he misses he misses regular names. What he thinks of as as regular names. Yeah, come on, that's not fun. That's right. So I think the winner is Mr. Strain. I think it is. Yeah. It also sounds, um, you know, you're too young to know this movie and you're too young to watch it, uh, Karen. But um, it also reminds me, what was the name of the teacher on Fast Times at Ridgemont High? I knew you were going to say Mr. that. Mr. Hand. Mr. Hand, yes. It, it, just to <laughs> I me, I just picture Mr. Hand like the entire time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I Mr. Spicoli. Yeah, and he sounds yeah. a little bit like him, right? Yeah. Yes. He does sound like that. Yep. That's so funny. My next category is a tough one. We're going to try the category favorite scene because there's a lot of interesting scenes in these three episodes. My first one is Holiday and Badger on the pier. My second favorite scene, well, on the list, is Holiday overhearing James and Monica. Oh, here it is. Who knows what could happen now that Holiday's in school? Can we trust Cyrus to keep quiet or Birdie? What was the alternative, Monica? Keep her at home forever? Of course not, but you know what will happen if anyone learns the truth about Holiday. Badger was right. Right now, I'm more worried about her learning the truth. You heard the wish she made on her birthday camp. Just handle your part, and I'll handle mine. She can never know. Ever. Never know what? What are they hiding? <laughs> so great. Also, you know, I realized that's also one of my favorite sound design moments where we're hearing her, hearing James and Monica in another room uh, or downstairs um, was really, really fun to try and pull off. But we've already given the award to Wahoo Williams, so we are, uh, 
unable to <laughs> go back. I do like that. It's it's very clear that they're downstairs. You made you made that sound very clear. My other favorite scene is when Holiday's at the hospital and she's lying to that woman. Oh, right here. Hi, welcome to Bartlett Regional Hospital. How can I help you? Hi, um, my mom was in here earlier talking to someone about medical records. Anyway, uh, she thinks she dropped her wedding ring. Oh, no. That must have been Rick. He's on break now. Uh, you should have seen her. Tears all morning. I just want to help her. I walked all the way here from school. You know, if she dropped it, it's probably right inside on the floor. I'll let you in. Really? You're the best. Rick's office is right here. Give me five minutes. No problem. Good luck. Oh, Rick. <laughs> oh, Rick. She's such a good liar. <laughs> yeah. I, I do have to say, she the nurse falls for it very easily. It seems kind of suspicious, like... Usually when you're trying to get into somewhere, like, they wouldn't be like, yeah, totally, of course. Right, That's right. fair. That's fair. Kind of weird. Yeah, especially an office with medical records. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Holiday's very convincing. Yep. Exactly. That's true. Exactly. Maybe that's one of her powers, too. It could be. Kira, do you have a favorite scene in these three episodes? I think it's her hacking into the computer. Because mm. it's just so, like, filled with tension. Will she get caught? It's so much tension, and it also brings in, like, good mystery at the end, like, Jane Doe? Right, I think it's here. Right, so, let's see what the hospital computer knows about the day they found me in the water. Yeah, and I love just the, with her, uh, the sound of the computer. For me, as a, doing sound design and stuff, it's always, it's so um, satisfying when you have to have somebody typing on a computer because you can really, <laughs> it's so easy, to, everybody knows exactly what it is, and when they're typing, you can have it stop in between like, you know, type, 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 click. And then like, okay, let's see, click. You know, like it's just so easy and we all know what it is. It's uh, it's really, it's really fun. Totally. And another scene that I just love is the Holiday and Cyrus fight. Oh, this one. Pauls, how can I help you if you're not honest with me? You want honesty? Let's do honesty. Am I really your sister? What? Tell me the truth, Cyrus. Am I your sister? I... Look who's suddenly speechless. Holiday. That's great. Yeah, it's a great scene. They really it's kind go of after each other. It is. Yeah. And it I is. love that the hoverboard is still trying to pull her away while she's... <laughs> she's <laughs> Makes me it. think of like an unruly dog when you're trying to have a conversation, like a dog on a leash. Yes. Like trying to pull you away. Yeah, totally. And as we talked about last week, the Holiday-Cyrus relationship is really the central, you know, the heart of this show. I think that that relationship is, is so strong. You know, we know later, obviously, that they're connected in, in a lot of different ways. But I think he's, he's her best ally, and, and they're, uh, you know, two parts of a whole. Well, Karen, what do you think? What's your, favorite, what's your favorite scene? I would probably have to say the f- fight because mm. that just causes a lot of like maybe Cyrus isn't good maybe he's trying to hide things I just think that's some good action that's great well the winner of favorite scene category for this week is holiday in the Cyrus fight do you yeah. have siblings Karen yes I do I have one sister who I'm trying to get into the show right now shout out to her <laughs> do you guys ever fight like that where she thinks you're hiding something from her yeah, a little bit, but it's not, like, horrible, like, every single second of the day. We get along pretty good. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I guess that has something to say about the scene, because it's, like, siblings can have 
big fights, but they're still siblings, like at yeah. the core. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, so we got best cliffhanger next, and we've kind of gone through these ones already. That's true. We've got She Can Never Know, which is James and Monica. We've got Holiday's Bag. That's uh, where she yells bathroom. And as uh, Karen <laughs> pointed out, it goes into a big reverb. And we've got the Jane Jane Doe, her being called Jane Doe. So that's out of those ones, I would have to say it has to be James and Monica. She Can Never Know. Mm-hmm. I mean, that really sets up where we go for the next 20-odd yeah. episodes, right, Dave? Yeah, I, I think... Uh... That's a good one. And I, actually, that one was not originally in the script, I think. I think that's one that we added once we were, after we did the first recording of the episode. We realized that we needed a bigger moment at the end. Oh. Um, and so we went back and did that scene extra. That's um, right. I remember that's that. That's super interesting. Huh. And it's one of the few times, although Holiday is listening, um, we don't often go have James and Monica talking to each other without without the kids around. But we actually felt in this moment that we wanted to hear what exactly are they talking about when the kids aren't around. And imagine being Holiday in that moment. Oh my gosh, my I can't even trust my parents. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I remember, I remember in the early days of when it was like, "Why would you make the parents so mean?" And we're like, "Well, just just keep with it. They're not going to be mean forever." <laughs> <laughs> No, that's true. That's true. And in, in these first few episodes, you really, I wouldn't say don't like them, but are just so suspicious. You feel like you can't trust anybody. Well, I say she can never know is the, is the winner. Oh, do we, absolutely. Do we all agree, Kieran? You, you down with yes, that one? Yes, I do. Okay, yeah. good, good. <laughs> What's next? The last one, the episode MVP. Ooh, episode MVP. Yeah. I'm going to throw a, a wild card in here and uh, say that Cyrus's friend could be... <laughs> <laughs> Episode MVP. And as I understand it, Dave, you have some some Easter egg information about yeah, Cyrus's so friend. In re-listening to the episode, I hadn't even remembered this, but Cyrus's friend, Zane, who I don't even know if we call him out by name in the episode, but in the script, he's, he's named, called Zane. That's my son, Dashel, Dash. But I even when I listened to it, I wasn't 100% sure because he was probably 12 when we recorded it. And now he's 16 and he's six feet tall and has a man's voice. <laughs> uh, and he sounds like a little kid there. So I was like, is that him? I can't believe he right. sounded so young. But it was kind of fun to hear him do that. But I thought it was Oliver for a second, your, your younger son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, which is what he sounds like now. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yes. Uh, and Ben Strauss, our other partner, is the gym teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes. That's yeah. so funny. I do have a clip of the why is this man trying to kill us. Why is this man trying to kill us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unrecognizable, that voice. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> um, why is this man trying to kill us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now I know that man is Ben Strauss. That's very funny. Who else are we thinking for episode MVP? Most valuable player. Well, I have to say Brinley, too, just because it's her entrance. Hmm. You know, I, I can listen to that entrance forever, and I can also with the click of her heels. Yeah, yeah. and I can also listen to the hi Silas, happy first day. It's- <laughs> <laughs> My vote for episode MVP is Cyrus in these three episodes. I think yeah. he's great in the scene with Holiday. I think he's great the way he handles Brinley. I think I, I really love the the little scene with him and Birdie too, when he realizes that Holiday isn't there. That's true. You just you feel him getting to this place where he's. Getting ready to tell Holiday the truth. Also, you you feel the pressure on him. Really, he plays the pressure really really well. Yes, that's you know. true. He does. Um, he's pretty sassy about his backpack, but otherwise, I do agree with you. I I missed Birdie in these episodes because I love I love her rambles. I love her lines. I would say Holiday's my MVP. 
because of all that she goes through and, and her drive, especially in trying to find more information about herself in the hospital. Right. Like, she is such a good liar. It's crazy pants how <laughs> she's able to do that to get into the hospital. Kieran, what do you think? Yeah, what do you think, Kieran? So we're just thinking of Badger because he helped introduce, like, the suspicion. But I'm going to change it to Mr. Strain because <gasps> he's one of the people who introduces Whittier Corp, which is one of the main antagonists oh, in the podcast. This is such a good take. Yeah, because he's actually, like, sponsoring Whittier Corp. And like you guys said, he also, like... He's like, maybe this guy's flashcard. He also, like, because, like, he's, like, sponsoring them pretty much. Yeah. I have the clip of tax—it starts with the word taxpayers is where he does the, the Whittier commercial. Well, our school has an excellent reputation, and our parents are good taxpayers. Wrong. This lab was built by the generosity of the Whittier Corporation. Whittier, building the science of the future today. Did he just do a commercial in class? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that take. I'm totally comfortable naming I'm, him I'm comfortable going with that. Dave, you good? You good yes. with that? Sure. Mr. Strange. And by the way, this podcast also sponsored by Whittier Corp. <laughs> Whittier Corp. <laughs> Recording the podcast of tomorrow today. <laughs> today. <laughs> well, is there anything we want to we want to wrap up? I think the music's going to start playing here real quick. Uh, you got One any? thing before oh, we Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Go. Absolutely. I need to say, if there's going to be a suit, because like your show's like the big fib, have turned to TV shows. If there's mm. going to be a TV show for six minutes, I will play Cyrus. Oh, you want to awesome. play Cyrus? That's awesome. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> that would be amazing. And that's a question we get a lot. I mean, and we should probably answer that, you know, early on, Dave. What's our answer? The answer is we would love for six minutes to be a TV show. So, you know, call up Johnny Netflix or, uh, <laughs> or uh, you know, Mr. Disney. Uh, or Billy, Amaz- Billy Amazon. Billy Amazon. Any, any of those <laughs> options are great. Now we, Doug uh, HBO. <laughs> you know, these are conversations that we have, and we, and we would love it as much as you would. So hopefully one day. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Kieran, thank you so much for coming on. It's thank been an absolute so pleasure having you. And It's been amazing. Well, it's really, really awesome that you're such a big fan and that you know so much about the show. It's just really, really it inspires us, you know, because we, we made it to, to have people be into it just as much as you are. Yeah, keep having listeners on. Yes, and you, but you'll always be the first. You're the first. You'll always be the Yay! first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I hear, I think I hear music. Jess, what do ah, we say? Okay. Yes, yes, yes. So if you'd like to be on the show, send an audition over to jessica at gcmshows.com. The next will be the next three episodes. Bye. Peace, love, and obos. Peace, love, and obos. Peace, love, and obos. Peace, love, and This is a message for all the Six Minutes podcast fans out there. Have you heard? There are new episodes in the Six Minutes feed called the Ivan Dispatch. I won't go into details, but Ivan found something. A box containing audio cassettes recorded decades ago. And it looks like they were recorded by Cyrus. If you're a fan and you're not following the show, you may have missed out. Search for Six Minutes and click the follow button so you never miss an episode. 
And if you haven't heard Six Minutes yet, what are you waiting for? Search for Six Minutes, start a season one, episode one, and enjoy the most downloaded family audio drama in history.